Hey guys, it's John with the CNT update for Tuesday, the 15th of December. It's almost Christmas. Almost Christmas, Kristen. Try to say that 10 times fast. It's almost Christmas, Kristen. I'm here with my buddy Kristen Dare from the Santee Chamber of Commerce. Hi, everyone. Happy December 15th. Yes, it's an awesome day today. Mm-hmm. So, Kristen, what have we got going on for businesses? Um, how are they trying to stay open these days? Well, it's craziness. We have a lot going on. Uh, clearly, we are in the crazy, crazy times of COVID getting more COVID y. So vaccines come into San Diego today, I hear, but it doesn't help the restaurants today. So for me, I'm trying to commit to doing takeout till Christmas. How about you? Is that what you're going to call it? Takeout to Christmas? Yeah, why not? That's what I called it right now. That's what I call it on my show notes. So that's where <laughs> okay, we're going. Awesome. Uh, you know, um, if you follow the CNT update or, or me personally on Facebook, you probably see that I... Um, like to go out to eat now and again as part of my job as real estate agent is taking people out to lunch. Um, so uh, I go out a lot as much as I can. Yeah. And um, like last night it was date night for me and Gina. We had somebody over watching my mother-in-law. So we went out Christmas shopping. And before we did that, we stopped off at Phil's and we had the uh, amazing um, bro ham sandwich. Mm, Brandon's favorite. My husband is the beefy ribs. Ah, you know, I, I was trying to make sure that we could eat it in the car without wearing it into Target. Did Did you succeed? I did. I got it without the bun and I'm ate impressed. it with a fork. Yeah, I'm it was, impressed. Yeah, it was it was kind of impressive. You should have seen it. Yeah, Phil's barbecue is probably a big favorite in our household too. Everyone likes it. Everyone is excited when we bring it home. So uh, that will be on our list prior to Christmas. Well, it was pretty sad yesterday. We went in there and there was only three people behind the counter and one of them was running stuff to orders and there was nobody in there. I mean, when we got in, we walked right in. It's pretty awful. Yeah. So this is the thing, you know, all these businesses, you know, the restaurants had to really adapt, you know, they had to lower capacity for indoor dining, then indoor dining goes away and they make all these purchases to set up for outdoor dining. Now outdoor dining gets ripped away and, my thought process is that most of their wait staff, if not all, have probably been let go right before the holidays, right? Yeah, they're they're um it's really sad. You know, there there are a couple uh people that are going uh rogue and doing their own thing. Um and uh I try to stop in there when I can. Um uh, try to tip well when I can, but you know, those poor folks that are uh working in those spots are uh really fortunate to be able to be working because it's going to take a couple of weeks for unemployment to kick in. Unemployment's not going to cover their tip money, all Definitely. that wonderful stuff. So, um, you know, go out to a restaurant or two per day till Christmas and do takeout till Christmas. Yeah. Do what you can and tip as much as you can. Same. We've been trying to be a little bit more generous with the tips, you know, the couple of dollars that push the percentage up don't make a huge impact on my wallet, but I feel like they may make a bigger impact on, on the person for the receiving end of that. So we're definitely trying to over tip and all that. And yeah, we've been, we've been grabbing lots of takeout lately. And and like I said, I continue to plan it at least through the holidays. Yeah. It's, it's been really tough for, especially restaurants. You know, the, um, a lot of my business is going out in, uh, building relationships and talking to people and maintaining those relationships, which is hard during COVID. Sure. Um, but it usually goes uh, a little better when I'm bringing some Mary's cream puffs or some cupcakes or cookies or cakes, you know, absolutely. They bring all of those things that um, they tend to let me in the back door and uh, 
feed their folks. Are you okay? <laughs> well, they have a front door in the front, and then they have a door in the back. That would be the back door. <laughs> okay, good thing this is recorded live. Awesome. Sick. Typically, I'm always welcome in the front door. Okay, I'm not going to ask which doors you use where. I'm just going to continue to... So how about those Christmas lights? <laughs> yeah, lots and lots of Christmas lights around town. Uh, have you been out and about to see anything? I have. Now? I actually live down the street from Pathways Church, and they're doing uh, light the night. Yes, as do I. I live very close to Pathways. They're uh, within walking distance, as you know, from where I'm, I'm living, and same with... Uh, some of your new family members' homes over in that area. So it's kind of cool. They're doing, yeah, light the night, which is just 10 minutes, but they're doing it every night until the first of the year, which I think is really cool. And it's kind of kind of neat. The, the cars get in a line in the parking lot, and then you tune into 88.1 FM, and then you drive around. They have some light displays along the back. Cool. And uh, By the back doors? <laughs> yes, yes. Cool. Yes. Yeah, that one's uh, probably the closest one. For and that's every us. night till January 1, right? Yeah, that one's really cool. And then Lantern Crest is doing their holiday showcase of holiday lights extravaganza. Uh, Thursday, Fridays, and Sundays. And that goes kind of on repeat for a two-hour time frame in the evenings from 6 to 8 p.m. Gotcha. So that On one Thursday, goes, right? Thursday yeah. through Sunday? Yeah. So that one also goes through the end of the month. But they are not doing shows on Christmas Eve or Christmas evening. Gotcha. And then uh, the City of Santee's got uh, Festivus Fridays. It's the last festive Friday, finally. Yeah, they did a couple of those, I think, um, throughout this month. I think there were two prior to this one. And so this Friday will be the last of their festive Fridays. And those go from 530 to 830 in the evening. And there's four different locations, which is nice because obviously they're trying to help out for folks, you know, not gathering and, and things of that nature. But they have several things going on at each of those four locations, like selfie stations and uh, Santa Claus. And so you can actually get out of your car and get your picture taken yeah. or do you selfie in the car? No, this is this is one that's not a drive through event. Um, you can get out and. I don't know if it's like forced perspective or what, but they definitely, they set up a Santa Claus that you're able to be photographed with and um, yeah, still, still distance, but you know, yeah. What are you going to do? So my wife is uh, a principal at uh, a school in inner city Catholic school and uh, they're doing their breakfast with Santa for their kindergartners, first grade and second grade. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And last night, part of our uh, Christmas shopping was uh, trying to figure out a, um, an East County engineered uh, Santa germ-free station so the kids could sit on a stool and then Santa's behind a clear shower curtain. And oh, wow. <laughs> it's, wow. It's nuts. Gone are the days when your kids can go sit on an old stranger's lap and tell, them, I know. tell them their dreams and stories. Which one is more awkward? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's up to you, 2020. <laughs> you decide. Yeah, decision-making time is, um, yeah, it's never been more clear that the holiday festivities and traditions are pretty dang weird, but. Yeah, speaking of weird, loved, no. uh, Dustin Trotter was finally um, uh, sworn in on last Tuesday. Yes. Last week. The city council, District 4. And then there was a recount, right? What happened with, with the recount? <sighs> well, that was a really deep breath. 
Thank you. I had to really, I mean, I can't imagine the exhale Dustin had after the recount was over. Uh, it seemed that the the losing side uh, was requesting through the registrar of voters a recount because if you guys remember, this race was insanely close. I mean, like five votes, five vote difference. Uh, pr- pretty crazy to think about five people, you know? So for all those people who think your vote doesn't count, you're kind of right until you vote locally. So yeah. On the local is huge. Yeah. Local. Yeah. I mean, especially since Santee's been divided up, you know, the past few years into these districts, it it really matters so much more. So uh, five, five difference vote count there. And I think they were looking for, I don't know, uh, certain ballots that maybe weren't counted, were mailed in, that were... As I understand it, when you do a recount, you don't recount all of the ballots that were counted. You count the ones that were excluded for maybe they were mailed in late or they have a hanging chad or the box wasn't marked clearly or there's no name on it. And so they go through those ballots. Right. And then uh, I believe in this district, there were only 36 that weren't counted. Okay. Yeah. So, so so last night it became officially official again that, uh, the, the count as they had it that projected the winner of Dustin Trotter remained true. So congratulations uh, to Dustin. Yeah. So his opponent conceded and congratulated him, which was very cool. I think they were both down at the, the office, you know, hanging out for the bulk of the day and, I don't know. I mean, I guess that would be super, super awkward and totally fitting of 2020 to swear somebody in just to unswear them. I don't like, I don't know what the process is for that. If they were to have to change. I'm sure there's a lot of swearing out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of swearing going on either way. So I'm, I'm glad for everyone that it's, it's kind of finalized and if everyone can kind of go into the holidays, just knowing what, what is and, and we can move on from there. Yeah. I mean, no more city council for the rest of the year, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we still have business to do, you know, one of the things that uh, I found uh, kind of interesting is we have um, two Mexican restaurants that opened like in the same shopping center over there across the street from GTM. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, one's still not open quite yet. Well, they just opened the other day. I saw some people sitting in there. Um, the one that wow, is in the narc. old, Sitting in there? Well, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Dang. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not I thought gonna, it, I'm I, not going to say which one it is then. I thought it was American. People could go <laughs> walk in without Exercise their papers. their constitutional eat. rights. That'd be weird. Yeah, to eat in public. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I um, saw some folks that appeared mm-hmm. to be waiting for their food so oh. they can take it out. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I meant to say. It's That's over by Al's Sports Shop. And what is that one? Do you know the name of that one? I'm throwing Kristen under the you, bus because we didn't talk about this prior to going right, on. That's okay. Uh, the Mr. Berea, and I'm sure I say that with all the perfect accents in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, that one. That one. Okay, so that's that's in the spot uh, by the veterinarian and the garage door place. That used to be Daria Grill, mm-hmm. right? And I know a lot of people were kind of upset about seeing that that one leave. Um, Daria Grill? Yeah. But man, it was jammed the other day when, when we went by to try to eat lunch, but yeah. we only had an, an hour for lunch. and Line out the door, yeah. obviously, kind of wrapping around the building in front of the vet. Uh, so that one, yeah. And, and unfortunately, they just set up for outdoor dining that now they can't use. Same same story, you know. 
but and then there's the other one that was where the old pizza hut building yeah, you know, I still think of that. At, you're so much older than I am because I didn't know that was a Pizza Hut building. <laughs> How did you not know that's not a Pizza Hut? That looks exactly like was, a Pizza Hut. It was Italia. Yeah, but uh, before that, it was a Pizza Hut. Okay, when I was like three? When? Yeah, when you were three, that was still yeah. a Pizza Hut, I think. Uh, when I was a kid, it was it was Italia restaurant. So that's really probably the how I associate it. And then it's been, you know, a couple of different It's on mission gorge and, and Carlton Hills right across the street from GTM and eccentric international chefs and right yeah. next to Al sport shop. Yeah. We got the, and um, I think they opened it this Pro week. I, I haven't been in there yet. Uh, bad hombres. They said bad hombres, good Mexican, something like that. Good Mexican food. So it's kind of fun little play on words, but yeah, they, they had signs up for quite some time now. So they were, doing some ownership changeover and yeah, you know, I stopped in there uh, probably two or three months ago before they put the sign up mm-hmm. and um, that's a little safety tip when I'm doing the CNT update on Facebook, I kind of snoop around and, and talk to people that are doing the work and um, they said it was a Mexican restaurant coming in, but I hadn't been able to sneak back in there, but uh, yeah, they they were redoing the whole kitchen and doing the back room and taking care of all the, the business they did, needed to do to upgrade the, uh, the restaurant and update it. Cool. I'm so. excited to check that one out, actually, because I think that's been more on my radar since, you know, like I said, signs have been up for quite some time. And, everybody's... and who opens a business during COVID? It's nuts. <sighs> a lot of people have. Yeah. Crazy enough. That, you know what? That... Well, Asian Kitchen opened during, I know. You know, over by um, Best Buy. Yeah. Uh, connected to their sister business, if you will, the Donut and Bagel Bar. Which is pretty awesome. Those bagels are pretty so amazing. Delicious. So I might, I might go the there donuts. today. I don't even try because it's silly. So I just go right to the donuts, but uh, yeah, but they're great for breakfast, lunch and dinner now. So it's really cool. I've, I've enjoyed, I, I don't know. I guess I've had more donuts than I have had the Asian <laughs> kitchen, but, but you and I have been a couple of times over that direction. And uh, again, they're, they're doing takeout and they're actually trying really, really hard to do everything to make their customers feel safe and you know, able to come in. They said they were going as far as even taking orders out to the trunk of somebody's car. So they literally didn't have to get out of their vehicle. They phoned in their order, paid online and called when they arrived. And then the folks at Asian kitchen actually came outside. The guys popped their trunk, put the stuff in and like waved and said, had a good day. And that's perfect. So if any of you are being, you know, really COVID cautious and, it's, you know, a little nerve wracking for you to go get pickup. There's, there's kind of a couple of alternatives for these guys who are getting as creative as possible so that they can just keep those doors open. Yeah. You know, there, there are some folks, um, not just around CNT, but, uh, all over the state that are kind of pushing back a little bit, you know, and, um, myself included. Yeah. Are you pushing back a little bit? Doing, doing a little, doing a little push, doing a little tiny push here. Gotcha. So. I, I did see that you were part of uh, a coalition of chambers. Yeah, there are about 80 plus uh, different chambers and business organizations in California that formed up recently to give a little pushback. You know, we're we're looking at all these situations going on and clearly seeing that small businesses are being targeted and discriminated against, in, in our opinion. And the regulations that are coming down the pipeline just really aren't fair. And, um, you know, my husband, so it's not necessarily that you're against COVID regulations, just the consistent and uh, common sense application of um, how to, how a business can stay open from like a Walmart that's going to see 
two to 5,000 people a day. I have no idea, but yeah. I'm just throwing that number out there. And a small business that's going to see a hundred people in a day. Yeah. They've been asking us to, you know, follow the science and, and, you know, when you're lining up and they're doing all this tracing and, you know, these tracing efforts are able to target business industries and sectors where some of these outbreaks are happening. And when the industries affected aren't aligned with those, it just doesn't make sense. And so gotcha. we're really asking for better leadership from the top down at this point. So this so coalition. It, so is it pushing. doesn't seem so arbitrary, like, oh, you know, I don't have any lobbyists or friends that are in this industry. So mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. Sure. Well, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's safe. So if you're not comfortable, don't go out. Yeah. Uh, if you do go out, be safe, you know, practice safe distancing and, and social distancing and, and, you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face, all that wonderful stuff. Don't sneeze on people. Mm, yeah. That, that yeah, favorite pastime of mine. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> yeah, Gone. And, and don't lick your hands after you push the cart. Yes. Uh, dang. Taking away all the fun. <laughs> and well, you know, it's just little stuff that you probably learned when you were in kindergarten, but apparently we have to relearn that stuff. Well, it's hard. I know there's a lot of um, feelings and opinions that kind of fall in between both ends of the spectrum. And so there's not a one size fits all for this. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be as respectful as possible to those who have a difference of opinion and how they want to operate and such. But for, for this matter, we're watching businesses close day by day by day. And I think you know, at some point when you're running a business organization, you have to say we've had enough. This isn't fair. And it's, you know, it's going to kill our small business. And that's our backbone. And especially in a place like Santee. Yeah. Small business generally employs more people than large businesses. Right. As a whole. Uh, absolutely. And when you start killing off the small businesses, the only ones left are the big ones, which are, which is fine. Except if somebody, you know, like, your neighbor had a dream of opening a coffee shop like we're over here at the coffee yeah. corner today. Yeah. Is it fine? So I was going to tell you, my husband brought up a really good point. We were talking about, you know, that Brandon is in um, transportation and we were talking about the transportation and, and trucking industry specifically, how in California a couple of years back, I don't know if you paid attention to this, but we did in our house, um, a, a lot of new regulations came out on the types of vehicles that you were able to run and operate in California. Right. So, and it was all for a good reason. It's about clean air and the emissions these trucks put out and things of that nature. So basically DOT and department of transportation. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that not commonly known? I don't know. I think anytime you you use an acronym, you should put a dollar in the table. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Anyhow, the, all these regulations were coming out, blah, blah, blah. But but what ended up happening is a lot of the smaller guys couldn't afford to upgrade and get these newer vehicles that were required to be on the road. And it literally just put them out of business and they had to start selling off their stuff. They sell it out of state for states who have you know less regulations than California, which is pretty much every state. And we saw a lot of these smaller guys all around, well, you know, San Diego for us, because obviously that's our network. But we saw a lot of these guys literally have to close their doors because they couldn't afford to keep up with the regulations that California puts on them. So it leaves all these big dogs and all these other guys. And and it really just took out that, you know, competitive nature, um, you know, around town. And it's, it's just really heartbreaking, you know, all these small business owners that Brandon knew from in and around town and all the jobs that he had been working on, it just 
they're gone and they've moved out of state and they're just no longer part of our community. And it was really sad to see. And he kind of told me, he goes, this is what it's reminding me of. And I said, it definitely is. And he's right. Who's left standing right now? All these big box retail guys are slaying right now. And that is not a Santa joke, but (laughs) I mean, they're killing it right now. And we're watching the little guys, you know, kind of fall through the cracks and, and it's just, not what we want to do. It's not what we want to stand for. So yeah, I'm really proud to be part of this coalition and uh, hoping to get some media attention going on it. I I hear there's a story in the Tribune, but I have yet to uh, open my paper this morning, aka click online. Gotcha. I was wondering if you still got a paper. No, but my mom does. So I might text her and ask because <laughs> she gets the daily paper and that is her morning ritual with her coffee. So I'm sure I may have a text message already, you know, from her. She's really good about sharing all those local stories with me that I may or may not know about. Well, there you go. All right. I think we covered everything on the agenda and we're finding that the more podcasts we do, the longer they get. So you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Okay. So remember to uh, like our favorite, our podcast on your favorite podcast server. Uh, tell all your friends and don't be afraid to reach out through Facebook uh, to the Santee update or to John Olson. And, um, Ask some questions. See if we can uh, find some answers for you. Absolutely. That would be really cool to do a Q&A. It would be. One of these days we should do a call-in, but we don't stream it live, so that wouldn't work. We'll figure that out. You guys have a great week. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. 